Two girls talking. You know what that means. It's time to talk. What's going on in the world? How about your business? How about your life? Let's talk it out. Two girls talking. Hi guys, it's Anna. And Ashley. How are you guys doing today? We are so excited for this episode of Two Girls Talking because we're going to discuss something that Ashley and I have done a lot of and that is mistakes. Yep. And how to get past that. <laughs> and specifically business mistakes. Yes. We make a lot of life mistakes or oh I gosh, make a yeah. lot of life mistakes. There's not enough time for me to go over right, mine right but now. But specifically today we're talking about businesses just as women business owners and business owners in general doesn't right. have to be with Exactly. Gender. Not just women. It's just business mistakes we make because as Anna and I were talking about this yesterday like neither of us have our MBAs. Like we didn't go neither to business school. Neither of us know. I learned a lot about business from my mom, who was mm-hmm. a business owner, who also didn't go to business school, and watching a lot of her mistakes. Yeah. Um, but even still, when we, like, what year did you launch your company? Technically, it was 2011, yeah. but didn't really do anything with it because I was still working at Energy Now mm-hmm. until, like, around 2012, something like that. Right. But I know that when I launched Alejo, I... Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, let's do a business. I mean, mm-hmm. and it, t- it it didn't take me very long to realize that I had no idea. I had no idea about the actual business of business, mm-hmm. which is different than the business of video production or the business of publicity and, and PR marketing. It's business. So, no, like, Business is so different from the actual work that we do. Absolutely. Like video production so work different. and media relations work is one thing, but then having a company around the work you do Just, is, right. is, is is a behemoth. Like it's, it's it a, really it's is. It's another baby. And, you know, I was a freelancer for years before I, I you know, in between my, my, my staff years at NBC when I was still working at NBC before I became a staffer over at the Associated Press, I freelanced for eight years. Mm-hmm. And so I think that I, I know I thought that it would be very similar to the same type of thing. And it's not it at all. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's not. Becoming an LLC and having all the different rules and regulations and what I really needed to do for that was 110 degrees different mm-hmm. than what I had to do as a freelancer. Yep. And there are just so many diff- I you know, thank God for the community business partnership and the people there who helped me. I had no idea what articles of origination were. I didn't know what a partnership was. No. I had you know, I, I still don't. I, I was still <laughs> so like... com- completely at a loss at it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I know that you and I are going to talk about is contracts. Mm-hmm. And I look back on my contracts when I first started. And they were just emails. Oh, yeah. My, my, my actual contract actually said to me, actually said on there, this letter will serve as a contract. Yes. Which, you know, is ridiculous. Well, and I have some clients, though, who, like, when I first started, and we're talking about mistakes right now, so I guess right. the first mistake, like, one of the mistakes we've both made is contacts. Yeah. I used to send an email, like, this will certify that our work begins, blah, 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 but, like, no other details, no other right. stuff, nothing. But, like, what I've learned now, uh, being in business for four and a half, almost five years, is that you need to clearly detail, <gasps> like, you need to Write give yourself it an out. out. If you need an out, you need to be firm with it. I mean, I feel like contracts are... 
also just boundaries. And without a contract, what I like without a good contract, what I've learned is that there's something that my business coach Sarah calls scope creep. And yes. clients will take advantage of you no matter what. Um, if it's not clearly outlined in there. So a couple things that I've learned recently is like I've put in there that if you need me to travel, you we must agree on that and you must pay for it and we must agree on that cost. So that is now in there because a couple things have come up where I've had to be like, oh yeah, I'll travel because you know we've talked about it, but it's not really in there. It's just so gray. Mm-hmm. So, so to beef up my contracts based on these mistakes that I've made of just having the contract not be clear and concise enough um, and detailed to protect me, my con- my lawyer has put together a very just detailed contract that now I going forward, I'm protected. Mm-hmm. So I, I've, I've recovered from the mistake, but it's been through like several items of what I call scope creep. Right. That I'm like, I can't do this because if I start doing this, then then they're, they're not paying anymore, but they should be. And then it's just this awkward mm-hmm. business um, conversation. So anyways, that, that's, that's my one lesson, um, mistake that I've made, but tell me more about your contracts. So my contracts, I have learned very similar to you is to write it out. And the reason that I have to write it out is because I have learned that I and my clients do not talk the same. No, I always tell my, my workshops and my, my, the people who come to my workshops, I always tell them that communication is not just speaking the same language, but it's talking the same. Mm -hmm. So when I say to you, I'm going to give you two rounds of revisions, I'm going to give you a rough cut and then you're going to give me a revision. You're going to give me, that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you a rough cut and then I want you to gather all your stuff together, whoever it may be, and then send me your stuff. And I'm going to give you one more fine cut, you know, and from there, we're going to continue on. Mm -hmm. That's how it's going to continue. Every time you give me something to do, I'm going to have to charge you for it. Yes, that, and that's what it needs to be clear in these right, contracts. Right, exactly. Otherwise, you, it's like a free-for-all. It's not outlined in there. They not think at all. They think that they might be getting it. And so, and they're not. And, yeah. And, and they, they can't yep. because that is what I'm doing mm-hmm. for a living, right? Mm-hmm. That is my time. That is my people's time. And I'm not saying, now, now here's the difference too. I'm not saying that I'm not flexible especially with repeat clients, because I totally am. I'm always going to give repeat clients discounts um, because, after all, they're good clients, right? So that's what I'm going to give them as a discount. But they have to understand, too. They have to know that I'm giving them a discount. Yep. It's because you come to me. Yep, and I say that, you're getting this discount. Yep, exactly. That's also in my invoice. Yep. I show them what this would cost if you were to go elsewhere. Now, if you want to go elsewhere... That's fine. You know, that, that's okay, too. But I always write these out because, like I said, when I write, when I write in there, I, I tell somebody, in the beginning, I, I wrote, I was working with this client, and I said to him, this is only a screener. When you've paid the invoice, mm-hmm. um, I will send you the high resolution, mm-hmm. the final product. And he came back, and he said, I'm not going to pay you because this is all fuzzy. <laughs> and I said, well... Because it's only a screener, it's it's a low resolution. Mm-hmm. And he said, but the pictures I sent to you were were sharp and clear. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, I know everything's going to be beautiful, but what I'm saying is that the the project is done. And I'm saying this because I had an issue with this particular client. When the pro, you know, when you've paid the invoice, 
you'll get the final project. Mm -hmm. And he didn't understand what I was saying by a screener. And when I talked to my husband, um, who, you know, I've been with my husband for 18 and a half years. So he knows all about television and he knows all about broadcast and he's heard me speak. And he said to me, honey, if I, if you had said that to me, I wouldn't have known what a screener was yeah. either. And I said, you wouldn't know that this was just for you to review and to screen? <laughs> and he said, no, I had no, I would have no idea. So that reminds me of my husband making my husband go on TV one time because I told him it was going to be a soundbite. Yeah. And he thought a soundbite meant like his voice, but actually it was like, yeah, it's actually on like TV. I know. Anyway, sorry. But no, yeah, that's okay. Just like an example of like yeah. the way we communicate is very different. different. And what, one thing that you mean that means right. something different, which and it, is why it needs to be in writing yes, and outlined. it really does. And, there's, yeah. and it really protects both, both of us. Mm-hmm. Both, you know, the, the business owners, us, and our clients mm -hmm. for a really good reason. And another reason that, that, and you and I have talked about this at length, friends are friends and business is business. Yeah. But when friends ask you to do business, more than ever, you need a contract. You yeah. need to really understand the scope of work. Yep. And as a business owner, and it's hard, it's not easy, it's hard, but as a business owner, you need to set the boundaries on what it is you're going to do as a friend and what it is you're going to do as a business person. Yep. You know, and so I always get, um, it's always concerning working with a friend. It is. Um, and I don't always like to do that. I don't I, always say that I will do yeah, it. And, and, I, that, and I know that that costs my friend yes, money. And I, But here's my other, like something else that I, I wanted to share is like, one of my mistakes that I've made is, you know, I used to think I needed to say yes to everything, to every opportunity that came my way mm -hmm. in Nardi Media. That is not true at all. Mm -hmm. I think saying yes to everything and some business some business coaches say do give that advice like yes just say yes just say yes it opens yes. up so many doors i think that's irresponsible advice mm -hmm. i would say say no to more things than you say yes to i have started to, well let me say let me put it to you this way when i first started alejo i remember my late business partner would say to me anna what kind of videos do you want to do i want to do them all I want to, mm -hmm. I would love working with people. Um, if you, this is with a video that you want, then that's what I want to do too. And it's not that I didn't know this. It's just that I didn't acknowledge and realize it in my business world. Not every videographer or editor are the right people or ed audio engineer mm -hmm. are the right people is the right person for that job there. That's why all of us have specialties in what we do and how we can do this and how we can do that. And, I said yes to a lot, and my people were not the right people. Yeah. And in the end, that ended up biting me more than it ended up helping me. Mm -hmm. So you're correct. You shouldn't always say yes, especially to projects that are not what you do. Yeah, you know, I have that just might not not might not be the right fit, right? And that you can't right. get excited about, and and I I mean now I've gotten really good and mm -hmm. about it, and if like a project comes to me and I'm not excited or it's not the right fit, I'll recommend somebody else. That's, I say no to yeah. like you like for me like sure I'd love to like help someone with their publicity, and of course it's you know always there's the money factor in it, but I'd rather not make that money and not get that client. Um, if I'm not excited about it or if I in my gut don't feel like it's the right fit. So like another mistake is like 
not trusting my gut. Now I yeah. trust, and we've talked about this with yes. our friend Marcy Moberg. Um, like, listen to your gut. Yeah, when your you intuition have really helps you. A new, a new business opportunity, or even a speaking engagement. Like I had, I was asked to do a speaking engagement um, next month, and I was like looking at the schedule, and I was like, oh, it'd probably be good. But then I was like, you know, I'm not that excited about it. I'm just gonna say no. So mm-hmm. I am, and and that that felt better. And so in these past like four and a half years that I've had my business. One thing to help me overcome my mistake of like thinking I needed to say yes is just to say no and say no. It's okay to say no and not feel bad or guilty about it. Move on because I always think that when you say no, it creates more space for the universe to bring in the right opportunity for I you, hope which so. always yeah. happens. I hope so, right? Yeah. One of the things too that I have learned, and I know this is going to sound so basic, so if all of you are business majors out there laughing at us, <laughs> um, that's <laughs> this okay. This isn't the show for you. That's right. That's okay because... I've had to learn how to amend or add addendums to my contracts. And that is because when you start working with a client who you've worked with for a long time and you're in the middle of this project, and now they're asking you to, okay, that isn't what we wanted. We wanted to do this now. Mm-hmm. That's a second project. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it may be a continuation of the first, but it yep. certainly is not covered in the first contract. Nope. There has to be an addendum or an amendment mm-hmm. to the contract, and it has to be acknowledged, and it has to be signed and confirmed before I will do any more work on it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to help you say, try to save money mm-hmm. by, by telling you, make sure this is exactly what you want. I mean, yes, I've given you five days to give me feedback on it, but if your CEO is out of town and he's not going to be back for 10 days, don't give it to me in five days and then again in 11 days. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? Those rounds of revisions, those, that's, that's one and then that's two rounds. Yep. That's, that's a lot of work for it you. It is. Yeah. And so if you want me to just do one full round, then you know, give me that one full round. Yep. Don't ask me to do several different ones. But you have to understand that this is, this is what it is. And this is one of the things I, we talk about too when it comes to doing business with our friends. You know, friends, and I, and I completely, I'm not talking about people who say, hey, can you do this, and they just take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about people who are actual friends and clients, yeah. you know, saying, well, maybe I thought that you would do this for this. I, I can do four of the eight things you've asked me to do, but when you ask me to do all of the eight things, I'm going to have to start charging you, and that has to be part of the contract as well. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, not, it's not just to, for a business decision as a business decision. It really is to protect your friendship. Yeah, you have to. And as well as to protect Mm -hmm. your business. One thing that you and I have talked about a lot is letting go of our mistakes. This is one that's hard. I would harp on mine a lot. I I live in that dark place sometimes, Mm -hmm. it feels like. Um, Ash and I are both the oldest, (laughs) so we're both kind of obligers, if anybody follows Gretchen Rubin. And... I'm a huge. She and I'm I, also a rebel. Yeah, I well, I'm, I'm following those little things. You know, they what is the imbli- uh, obliger, and then I don't know what the next one was on top of that one. If that little, the little diamond shape that she did. But yeah, I have the rebel in me too. But and I'm the, a people pleaser. There you That's go. The, my friend Ruth Sukup, she's also a client of mine. Um, she has this quiz that you can take. It's seven fear archetypes to figure out like. Like how to overcome your fears, and one of mine is a people pleaser, and I, and that's why I know that I harp on my mistakes because yes. I, if I don't please someone, I like I'm crushed, and that's so 
That's not I the right way to live. Like, no, it's just not healthy. I, you know, I used to take it so personally. Right. And, and I think that in, my, in our rejection uh, podcast that we did, I believe that you and I, you know, talked about how we don't have a problem with rejection anymore. People tell us no. People tell us no. Yeah. But the one thing that I do have rejection with is if I've really spent a lot of time on the proposal because you've come to me and you've said to me, this is what I want. Can you envision something? Or what is your vision of this? And I give you, I, I've spent all these weeks working on it, and I give you my vision of what I think is going to work more than anything. And you, you don't like it. That crushes me, not because I didn't get the job, but because you, you, you either couldn't see what I envisioned mm -hmm. or just the, our visions were just different. Mm -hmm. And that's always hard to fool because it's always... It's, it's per that is personal. Yeah. Rejection itself is not personal to me anymore. But when Good. you don't like my ID, idea, then that can be personal. And that that's how I feel. Yep. Right. And so that's when I start thinking that it's a mistake. And I will, I saw this something, I, I saw this and I, I've taken it to heart. Don't cling to a mistake just because you spent so much time making it. I and that. I did that. I still do it, but I'm working on it all the time. And so when I made these mistakes on my contracts, I didn't have things written out. And I lost money because mm -hmm. of this. Yeah. I would feel so bad for the longest time. And I would play, replay in, in my head. head. You'd harp on it, yeah. What I should have done and what I could have done. And then the next time I would spot one thing, you know, that that was similar to the to the first mistake i would be like this is what i'm going to do and maybe that was the right move to make i don't know because every situation is different right but i got to the point where it was becoming so blanketed black and white and i don't ever live my life in black and white mm -hmm. i have so many shades of grays and different colors in my Same. life black and white does not really this work why we get me. along so well it really, it really <laughs> We're is very colorful it people. really really is um but yeah so Okay, that, so that's what I've done. That's that's what I've learned is that I have to let go of mistakes, and that's what do you do to let go of mistakes? Like, how do you let go of mistakes? I give myself a little time to to feel bad. Yep, for a little bit, Same. and then, then you gotta tell yourself. Well, what I try to do afterwards is I try to be very analytical. You know, you and I just got done talking about how we go with our gut, and that's true. I am very much an ENFP person. Um, Same. But I try to be, because I want to be organized, I try to be a little logical about it. Let's look at what happened. Mm -hmm. Okay, now that I know that this has happened, and this is what we, I did when this happened, I won't do this. Yeah. Or and now that I see that. So right. Learned. And I yeah. try to learn. And I realize that sounds simple or simplistic because don't you always try to learn from your mistakes? But you always have. I mean, that's well, that's I think, the greatest part of mistakes. Absolutely. It's and the it's greatest actually part of like it. we're all going to make mistakes. It's We're human. And so it's a, also about just being your own friend to yourself. Yes. And and, you know, how, if a friend was telling you about this mistake that you made, what would you say to them? How would you treat them? Treat yourself that same way you would treat your friend. And I forget that a lot. I'm not. I do too. Sometimes I'm very unkind to myself and I have a lot of negative self-talk, especially when it comes to mistakes. But at the same time, I've found that like, if I can be kind to myself and be a friend to myself, 
then I feel better about that mistake. And I say, okay, let's see this as a lesson and not a setback. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's really helped with my mindset of making these mistakes. And like just even looking at my notes here, I'm like, I'm I'm kind of glad I've made all these mistakes in the same way that I'm glad I've gone through these crazy health issues and I've had three children. Like, I've, like we've all gone through all these challenges, but we're better for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It's taken me my whole entire lifetime to, re- to realize that, you know, one mistake that I did when I was 18 years old is not going to set the course for my life, for the rest of my life. You know, when you're 18 years old, and life is so stretched ahead of you, you can't see that. You yeah. know, wisdom comes, you know, with age, as do lines around the eyes. Yeah. But, and um, bad eyes say, no, yeah. I have to wear glasses full time. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, you know, that's, that's what comes with experience and mm-hmm. age and wisdom and learning to embrace your mistakes. And as entrepreneurs, yeah. we're all of us, it doesn't make a difference what you're doing, if you're an entrepreneur, you are a risk taker because I th- believe that entrepreneur... And you're a badass. Yeah, absolutely. In its definition, there should be risk taker. Yeah. In the definition, Merriam-Webster, if you're listening to me... We're risk takers. They absolutely... You absolutely should be. And risk takers make mistakes. And once I realized all of that and allowed myself a little bit of mercy, mm-hmm. it helps me to let go of those mistakes and learn from I love those that. mistakes. We are risk takers. On. And I think the more risks we take, like obviously we'll make more mistakes, but I think the more our businesses will, the better our businesses will be. I think so. I think so. I think that one of the biggest mistakes that people, entrepreneurs make is doing what was successful for other people. Mm. I listen and I listen to podcasts yeah. and I read books about how other people did it and that's always so fabulous and wonderful. And when I try some of those same techniques and they don't work out the same for me, I think to myself, I've made a mistake. Mm-hmm. But that's not really true. Yeah. It, maybe it just wasn't the right thing for my personality. Maybe it just wasn't the right thing for the type of business that I have. And maybe it just wasn't the right thing for me as, as, as a human, you know, that wasn't what I'm supposed to do. Yep. So this year is really interesting because I've completely taken a different tact. For a couple of years now, I've been doing a lot of networking and I've been doing a, a lot of outreach. Mm-hmm. And for the past two and a half months, it's not that I haven't done that, but I've really cut that way back to actually work on some of the foundation and basis that I want to change for Alejo. Yep. And, and this podcast is one of them, you know, working with you on this podcast. And it's taken us just so that everybody here knows the mistakes that we made. Yeah. I wasn't happy with, with the, the way, with the, with the technical with, audio of yep. it. Nope. And so, us coming from a production background, we knew we were like, we can't put out a no. podcast so, with our backgrounds and expertise. That's, that's, that doesn't sound doesn't good. Sound good. It has to be top And quality. we didn't like it, you yeah. know. And, but and, that also wasn't, I mean, like, I would say, like, I don't know if I would call that a mistake. It was kind of out of our it control. Was, it was out of our control. But I mean, that was also, what, three and a half, four months yeah. of stuff we were working on that yep. we just had to let go. Yep. We yeah, we had, had to, to let go. go. And you know what? Start again. I just, with that, I was like, yeah, that's okay. I mean, look, we right. this is our first time doing this. This goes back to like just being kind to each other and ourselves. Right. Like, hey, this is our first rodeo here. Exactly. Like, it's going to be bumpy. We'll figure this out. And, and it's really fun to do. And if we have to have repeat conversations, well, I f- also feel like we don't ever have repeat conversations. They're always They're different. They're always different. But um, yeah. even if we're talking about the same topic. I think but, it's because we're just 
you know, cool and so much yeah, fun to be just, with personally. I, yeah. I think that's who we are. <laughs> I think we're just really awesome. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, okay, so I, something else, yeah. another mistake that I've made is comparing myself to other people in my industry. Yeah. Oh my God, don't ever right. do that. Don't do it. Everyone is on their own trajectory and their own Absolutely. path. You don't know what their personal goals, their business goals are. That like you see them so successful on social media and you're like, "Oh man, that should be me." Um it's just the wrong thing to do. It is. It absolutely is. You're always going to come up short. Always, 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 always. going to come up short. So, and you know, I don't compare myself to any of my counterparts at all anymore. I have so many uh, amazing friends who are in media relations and own their own media relations firms. And we just support each other and collaborate mm-hmm. and help yeah. each other and lift each other up. And if one is having a, we always talk about the ebbs and flows of business. One of my friends might be having a super, super busy month while I'm really slow, but then the next month I'm super, super busy and they're really slow. And that's all good. There's no point right, to compare right, because right. everyone is on their own path. And I've learned that. I mean, at first I was like, I need to be like this person. I need to be like this person. Yes. I want to be this. But now I'm like, no, do you know what I want to do? I want to do really meaningful work. And yeah. I've clearly defined what it is. Like I want to work with mostly book off, nonfiction book authors, but also nonprofits and corporate, um, and corporate agencies uh, and organizations and help spread their meaningful message to right. the masses through right. media placements. That's it. Period. Yeah. It doesn't matter what anyone else is doing mm-hmm. that does something similar to me. I celebrate their wins. I celebrate their clients. I, I, I haven't compared myself in a very, very long time, but I remember when I first started a business, I wanted, I was like, I want to be like this person, this person, this person, this person, their business. And now I'm just like, no, I just want to do what is right for me right. and my business. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, it, it, it's really hard. Um, it's called growing. Yeah. It's called aging. <laughs> but um, no, it, it, it's our true. Our businesses are aging. Absolutely, it's it's really too. really hard. Um, but, the other thing, one other mistake is um, I don't know. If this is a mistake. It's growing. Um, I used to try to do all the things in my business in the way I used to try to do all the things in my life. Yeah, and we've talked about this. My health took a toll from it. Um, same thing in my business. So one a piece of advice that my business coach gave me and still gives me on a regular basis because it's been really hard for me to do is make a list of all the things that you do in your business. Mm-hmm. Every single thing you do, invoicing agreements, blah, 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 client emails, pitching the press, that whatever it is, client calls, make a list of all that and then circle all the stuff that you want to go and delegate yes. and who you're going to ha- figure out who you're going to hand it off to. It is so hard for me to delegate. I don't know why. I like to keep things close to the chest. I like to, and I'm a, maybe because I'm a control freak. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is more a mistake than like this is just my personality, but it's really, really, really hard for me to delegate. And so that's something that I'm working on. Well, I think a part of what the, that is, and again, this is this is part of, you know, this isn't so much a mistake. I think so much as, as it's just us, you know, growing and learning. But especially because, you know, w- your your company Nardi Media that's that's part of um, your name and and my company Alejo that's my two kids names um, Alexander and Joe and I feel like when they see our company's names they they see us mm-hmm. they see us and if something happens even if it's not our fault it's our fault yeah and so when it comes to certain things we're the ones who have to fix whatever went wrong mm-hmm. and yeah. it and I, and I feel like you know when we delegate 
when we send people out and crews out and we're not there and don't get me wrong I trust every single person that I hire mm -hmm. but I realize that they're humans too and sometimes things happen out of their control out of our control yep yet it always reflects on us and I afterwards that the whole thing about letting go of that mistake I always think if I had been there this wouldn't have happened which isn't true at all yeah it isn't that would have happened anyway because that's just the way that mother nature karma is you know but that's that's what i think and i i feel like that's something as well that both of us have to work on letting go yes you know we just do because otherwise i'm not going to get any sleep at night with those all those voices in my head oh my god Anne and i were just talking about how we both slept terribly last night i feel yeah. like that's part of it like i've my head is always spinning from like the day before, the day after, um, mistakes I've made, things I have coming up. Like I, last night, I think I went to bed at midnight, I woke up at 5 a.m., I just couldn't sleep. Yeah, no. And I, I just. That's another And you mistake. can't do that. You can't do that. No, you have you to. You have to get sleep. That's, That's so wait, important. The other thing is like you have to. <laughs> I was telling my friend over the weekend. I have to fuel myself. We are the owners of this company. Yeah. We can't burn the midnight oil. No. That was another mistake of mine is that like actually turning off my business mm -hmm. or just stepping away from my business because you you know you and I could work on this business for 24 hours straight oh yeah non-stop and still not be done nope. and that's obviously not sustainable I used to try to do that now I don't um and like I need to take fuel myself I need to get good sleep I need to be in good health mm -hmm. I need to be in a good mental place if all if these pieces are not in place my business is going it's to, gonna go bad it's gonna yeah. go bad so that's another mistake is like just that I've made that I've learned from I've, cor I've corrected and I'm still trying to correct is um, just stepping away and taking breaks throughout my day like I've had my assistant build in breaks for me now because I would just go straight through like six seven eight hours non without stopping mm -hmm. literally without getting up from my desk and then the kids will get home and I'm like I, I'm like cross-eyed. I'm not thinking straight because I've had no mental breaks for myself. Right. Exactly. Whew. Even just thinking about that exhausts me. So I've mm -hmm. put breaks in place right. in my day. Well, one of the mistakes that, well, it's not actually a mistake, but one of the things that I hate to do is that we're going to have to wrap it up. We've already hit our 30-minute timeline. Oh, it went by so fast. It really Hope did. It went by fast for and, you guys. And I, you know, don't get us wrong. We're going to come back and revisit this because there are more mistakes that Ashley and I will have to make and tell you all about. <laughs> it's true. But like Ashley said, you know, we can talk about the same thing three days in a row and not say the same thing twice. Yes, this is true. So this is who we are. And I hope it's okay with you guys that we are this way because we like it. <laughs> We're so excited that you guys are here with us. Uh, I'm not sure what our next topic of conversation is going to be, but we can't wait to discuss whatever it is with yeah. all of you. And if you guys ever have topics that you want to hear us talk about, whether it's business, motherhood, parenting, relationships, I mean, anything's on the table. Absolutely. This is why it's two girls Come and talking. Come chat with us. Let us know. Let's talk to you guys. See you next time. Bye.